Carl, have you ever got a single follower on Jokes to Carl thanks to this song no. we've been playing for two years? No, no. Not a single follower, have you? We've been doing this for two no, years. You would figure that somebody would well, just, all right, that's jokes. I know how to spell that word. There's no uptick of, you know, one day, whoa, 40 more guys. Whoa, 180 guys. No. Nope. No, never nope. Never happened. Never happened. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with... Jokes to Carl and at Mania. You actually change you now. That's a private uh, account. You actually have your own account, and that, of course, is at yeah. Carl underscore 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 underscore. Right. 11 underscores. Bingo. And I'm Spiegelmania. That's S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N-I-A. And you can follow us, our podcast, at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is also the name we are listed on as iTunes. Very unique moniker. We watch a full-length movie with you. We uh, broadcast this live. It's July 1st, 2018. Uh, they changed yeah. the pot laws. Now they, they had discounts at all the dispensaries, and now it's this high price. So bummer oh. for California. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but we're here. Of and course it is worth the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's worth every penny. It goes right <laughs> to the state. Um so we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Carl, what's the movie this t- episode? Uh, the movie is not Hard Bodies. It is Hard Bodies 2, 1986, ha- a favorite of yours. Yes. I've seen this movie. And I search oh. for Hard Bodies 1 word and just the number 2. Okay, so Hard Bodies 1, uh, 2, you can, uh, who's hosting it? Um, uh, okay, my choice is, it's not David Beckham, it's. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and scroll down for that. I did post this on our our Twitter account, but we don't have to worry about that. Hard body. Should be first. Uh, It should be first. I see David Beckham first. Right. I see Alan Wallace. Should have talked to you about this beforehand. Uh, Rokio. No, David's good. Which one? David Beckham, the first one. Okay, David Beckham. For the audience at home, it's D-E-V-I-D. Oh, I get you. I get you. All righty. So we want you to click it and then hit pause because we want to watch this full-length movie with you. Oh, it went right ahead into it. Now, are we going to rumba with brumba? Are we going to rumba with brumba? We All right. Do the okay, so we've got Paul Brumba from Living on the Edge of a Sanity podcast, the number one podcast triangle. in San Francisco, uh, where we're broadcasting here from UniRadio.fm live. Uh, go ahead, Paul, give us a countdown. We have it paused at zero. We're waiting just for you to tell us to hit go. All right, here we go, fellows. We're out here in three, two, one, go. Here we go. Lion! He was a, exactly when you... He was so high. He was so high on cocaine in 86. Leo? 
Okay. Leo was. Oh, yeah, man. He was days a... are past. He's a grandfather. He's a grandfather? God, time yeah. has changed. You see it says foreign affairs? Uh-huh. I thought... That's very important to our plot. But the thing is, you have seen this movie a million times. Now, so we have a, a woman to- uh, who's topless, but she has a t- uh, toga over her. So that's one breast, if we're doing a count. Right. So right now we're at one. No, but to the left, is the, there are two breasts on screen okay. that are female. Oh, all right, so we're at two. I'm sorry. And there's, now, that was James Karen, who I know is the Pathmark spokesperson. <laughs> tell, tell me more about the Pathmark spokesman for the rest well, of the you country. Were, you lived in Montclair. I'm well aware uh, of the Pathmark. You have 24 hours him. to save at Pathmark. Pathmark, right. no frills. So, oh, look at that booby. Uh, that's, that counts that's, as the same boobies, right? So we're still at two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, there's, they're in the Italy and they're shooting a teen sex comedy. Greek. Greece. Oh, they're in Greece. Yeah, that's a big... Listen, wait, let's stack up. Isn't this one you saw a million times on, like, not Showtime or HBO, like the third one, Encore? Well, let me tell you the story. I saw Hard Bodies... On show to, on HBO when I was babysitting in the eighties, and I thought that was the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. So I searched mm-hmm. for Hard Bodies, and all I found was Hard Bodies Two, which is a sequel by name only, which is now starting, and we're going to see more boobies in the opening credits, as if to say, "Trust us, guys. This is what you want. <laughs> you want to see boobies? Look, boobies. We're never going to see this person again, but she's in the title credits. So we're at four. The whole opening is trust us, guys. We're going to give you the movie you want to see. Yeah, this there's going to be boobies. Look, there's boobies in the opening credits. It's not Alba Francesca's boobies, but there it is with her credit. Tell your teenage friends. Tell them so yeah. they'll come out too. Don't hit stop and eject on the VCR. Also, VCR stands for video cassette recorder. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's quite literally. Oh, what yeah. does VHS I used to have stand for? An audio CR, but. <laughs> you had an ACR? Video. Yeah, an ACR, and, uh, and I got a VCR. See, that's Greece. You see that? That's a famous... I don't know what it is. It's a famous... I recognize that from my... Thing. I recognize that from the movie My Life in Ruins, the follow-up to my big fat Greek wedding. Uh-huh. She's an uh, American tourist uh, uh, escort, and she has... Look at these, more boobies. Twelve. Yeah. Okay, so back to our action. Now, you can see that he's making a film, right? He's not the director. He's the producer. I'm unclear on the director's name, but his name is uh, Logan. Now, see his T-shirt says Hoboken? Yeah, Logan from Hoboken. Loboken. Ho Logan. So Hoboken is, so back then it was like pretty fancy to live in Hoboken in 86. Uh, In... Yeah, well, it still is today. That was always like the one good town. You know, it's like the one good town in Jersey. The one good town in Jersey is Hoboken, and then in a pinch. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, on that strip of land that's Hudson County before you go into Manhattan. Right. Hoboken is the shining star. Jersey City's trying to, you know, like catch up with yeah. Hoboken, and everyone's going, "Come on, Jersey City, cut it out." Everybody You've from got West all New this York. Poverty, there's crime. Forget it. Everyone from West New York, New Jersey is like, "Are you kidding me, Jersey City?" <laughs> Come on, Jersey. Okay, so you got some high rises. There's a bodega. <laughs> the rest of that place, you can get shot. Okay, so this woman here, yes, yeah, she's the stewardess. Is going to lure him. That's Scotty, and oh, Scotty is getting slob. lured into the bathroom. Now what? Did you see it? Yeah, he threw That's food. That's our writer. 
Oh, he, that's the writer who got the food on him? So he's yeah, not. Look, he's, he eats off him. Yeah. What assholes. That's one of our writers. Now, her name is Nana, and I couldn't find anything on the internet about her. Okay. She's, she, except she used to be a model, and she was only in two films ever. This one, and then a year later in 1987, it was. Uh, it's not even in front of me. I don't know. Oh, in terms of endearment, she played the title role? Right. Yeah. Here it is. It's called Pretty Smart, 1987. I oh, I want to like see that. that movie. We'll have to look for that one. Her, in the script, it says her role is fantasy steward. Okay, oh, so let's listen to audio. Okay. Shall we? Tell it's from Gay Paris. Oh, do you think the assistant's gay? Uh, yeah. Now, do you remember Clancy Street Gang and the Bowery Boys? Sure. Sure, I remember my buddies down in Clancy Street. <laughs> How can you forget a bunch of bugs like that? Why, are the boys of Bowery Street giving some huff? Is there some gruff going on? By cat's pajamas. What's your beef, Mac? What's your beef? You and Tojo are going down. They took <laughs> they place during World that. War II. No, in World War II they did. Going down. Oh, no, right. They wouldn't say going down. They would say, you and Tojo, yeah, I'm going to get a bees horn. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Well, we were going mi- to... I wanted the audio on, but it's okay we missed it. It's so funny. You were much funnier. But he's like, James Logan is like, yeah, Logan's like mad because the actors are on the plane delayed because... If they wouldn't let his girlfriend's pussy on board. And then you cut to meow. It was <laughs> funny enough. He's in a, a luxury uh, uh, bathroom yeah, right now. let me explain that. Okay. So the gay guy is with the director, and the director says, it's too cramped in these air bathroom airplanes, airplane bathrooms. Give me a big, grand room that we can film in. And she goes, whatever you want, boss. <laughs> and then we cut to this big bathroom. She's complaining that it's just the movie's just T and A. See, this is a film within a film. I know. I, did you see this a million times, yes or no? I've seen it 500,000 times. Okay, okay, so like half a million or so. Right. Oh, no, so but he's it was... reading the script, right. and he's saying, Scotty's in the room with the stewardess, and then cut to... Oh, so we're he's seeing... in the room with the stewardess. So it's kind of... If the movie was funny, it would be really good, but it's kind of... Interesting, right? Is this the scream of uh, teenage teen sex comedies where it comments on itself while doing it? Right. Well, no. this is, you know, like you never know when the scene starts. Is this the actors in their real life or is this the movie? <laughs> Until someone says cut or it never comes. Well, asshole guys hitting on stewardess, that's pretty much real life. Well, the the sex they had with the stewardess Nana in the that was the script, and okay. now it's the real. It's, he's not Scotty now. He's uh, maybe he is still Scotty, but it's the actor, and he's with his girlfriend trying to make up for. Oh, he's I see. Complaining it was just TNA and. Oh, now she's taking off her shirt at work. Oh, they're in the bathroom. She agreed to make up. Oh, no. Now, what happens now, Mike? Well, I noticed that her blouse got into the super suction toilet. See, I don't think you watched this 500,000 times. Why? What's going to happen? Oh, they flush it? You don't remember that? She's going down on him. That's great. Not by choice. Not by choice because her blouse is stuck in the toilet. Uh-oh. 
can't just let a guy get laid in the movie. There's always got to be, right. you know, thank, thank you, drama. How did they fit the cameraman in that bathroom? There was no room for him, hardly any room. Okay, now we have the typical bag mix-up. Uh, so much baggage like in this movie. Like Bar Bar the Elephant. This, yeah, that's a lot of trunks, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, he's got my surfboard with some bikini well, bra on it. In the very first Barbard book ever, he switches his luggage. And so, like, some random guy opens it up and finds a piccolo. <laughs> Are you talking about, like, the TV show, Barbar, and then, like, the intro? No. The very first book when it was just a book. The very first book. Oh, they're saying, what's in your surfboard, Hash? Right. Is it Hashish? Because the dog is interested in it. Oh, well, let's find out what it is. Is this Greek music? Hey. They have the oh, local no. surfboard. That sound effect is great. Oh no, they're cutting through the pre-cut line. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, yes, I did. Oh my god. It was already pre-cut. You could see the line. It's so of it. obvious. That's a loud. Okay, thumbs down to Mark Griffiths who who directed this. Oh, thumbs down. Well, you saw the line, didn't you? No. Oh, yeah. See the old school suitcase, right? Before everyone had the rolling ones. Bag. Yeah. Oh, wrong bag. Oh no, that's a pretty original idea. They switched bags. And now they're gonna go through customs. And they're gonna find cocaine in there. Cocaina. Really? The joke is, he looks all stupid on his passport, so he has to, he make, has to make that face. face. That's what I do. Now, he's telling the Greek guy, chill out, man. Oh, now here's the wrong bag or something. All right. This well, th- is Sean. He's also one of the authors. He's not an actor, he, though? He yeah. wrote this with Mark Griffiths, who's the director. Curtis Wilmont is his real name. They must have met at the same barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> The hair dry. That's such like Jersey. He goes, darn it, my surfboard. I wouldn't hide my drugs in such an obvious place. Then he pulls it out of his ear. Well, go. Oh, they're smoking joints from 30 years ago. But look, it was this movie. Oh, what the? What a man. Okay, film I do got to tell you the story. You didn't see this a million times. Okay, Be honest. Come t- on, just tell me because I got to do my job here. Do your job. Do your job. Pretend I didn't see this movie a hundred million times. Okay. So now the two of them, they're like, what's he got that we haven't got? And he, he, the other guy goes, a hit TV show because he's getting flocked with uh, autograph hounds. He'll never come back again. They're realizing that the joint is real. Why would they smoke a fake joint? Are they like really like in character? Like they get off. Like the... it's a movie. It's a movie set, so they have a fake joint. Yeah, it's, it's oregano from the craft services. And here comes the cops. You know what? Is that a oregano you have? No, listen. Hi, I'm the he's... gay guy. <laughs> and who's the character, girl? No I'm kidding. You see, it's a this one's wearing perfume. Uh, and there's so James Cameron. So smart guys like, ha ha, they think it's real. And director's like, it is real. I told him to get the real stuff. Are you crazy? Oh, no, conflict, finally. Something's bad to have. Oh, pretty girl got it. That's Cookie, that's Cookie. 
Oh, oh wow. They got like she's a- having an affair with the director. So much to follow. This is like unreal. Oh. Now, Morgan, uh-huh. she's got the joint and she's the bad girlfriend who's judgmental, right? right? I'm not smoking pot. He goes, eat it. Eat it. The cops are coming. Show me your hands. Uh, there's another pair of hands. And now we have our shtick. Gold. <laughs> she swallowed. Carl, congratulations. <laughs> she swallowed. Yay. All right. Yay. Well, it was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, right? Right. Now, her name's Brenda Blake. Uh, the actress. She's in L.A. Confidential. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, sure. She played Russell Crowe? she was in Hot Shot. Huh. But not part two, huh? Now, these two had an affair last film. And now they're kind of like breaking up. And gay guys like, nothing a good stuff couldn't fix. They're like threatening each other with the lawyer. It's because like the pot thing put us at risk. We could have gotten arrested. So, <laughs> All right, so her hair is let's, let's figure this out. So Hard Bodies 2 is about the shooting of Foreign Affair or whatever it's called. And right, the, the Foreign pl- Affair because kids and, have an affair. And the plot of Foreign Affair is about a bunch of kids in Greece who have an affair? The plot is they get their baggage mixed up and they find out that they're on this sea liner, which is like a ritzy thing. And, they, and because he has the bag, they think he's the son of a billionaire. So the two friends go on a naked titties adventure on a boat because they have the wrong bag. That's the plot of Foreign Affair. I love it. So uh, that's good. I just need some background so I know which is reality and which is, fa- is not. <laughs> well, we, right now it should be them as actors, reality. <laughs> they act so different from their characters on screen. It's incredible. Well, one's got the stewardess in the bathroom. The other one's got a grouchy girlfriend he's trying to make up with. I mean, but the clothing is by the Miami Vice collection. Available at Mary Now, this guy, this guy is a singer-songwriter who's very famous, and we don't know him because this was an earlier time. Is he the he most famous, famous man in the, the world? 60s. He's not going to sell beer, is he? He's not going to sell beer, what'd you say? The most famous man in the world. Oh, that the mo- that's the most interesting oh, man. The most interesting man in the world. Wow. <laughs> He's in this movie. So, uh, here it is. His name is Sorrells Pickard. Sound familiar? No. Okay, so I did all this research, and he's definitely known. Okay, keep going. And uh, Well, he's a singer. What does that mean? Are you walking away from the mic? You are. Okay, this woman who shows up is, is Logan's real wife. So he's got a ditch cookie who he's having an affair with, you see? And then she's going to be mad. Right. And then they're going to, like, uh, I don't know. She, I don't know. She's going to be cool about it, but she's going to hate Cookie and do some fucked up things to her. How's she going to make us hate cookies? Become chewy? Yeah. Who would hate cookies? That's just Kay Her name's Roberta Collins, and she is Lana Logan. And guess what? What? In the last film, Hard Body, she also played Lana Logan. She's the only one. Oh, so the, she's the connection to the first movie, the, the mythical first movie that I've seen once in the 80s and want to see again. Well, also, that is, even though it's a different actor, the name Scott 
Scott and Rags. It's the same characters, allegedly. Wait, the same characters in the in the movie, but in the movie or the movie? But they're in the. Oh, good question. Good question. Are they the actors or the characters that the actors are portraying? I guess they're the actors. Huh. Now she's realizing she's pregnant. Uh oh. Hard Bodies Three. So actually, the the trivia I know about Hard Bodies is that if you're a fan of the TV show Entourage. The character right. Avi, his his wife was an actress from the eighties, and her big film credit was Hard Bodies Three. Ah, oh, is there such a thing? No, that was like a little joke. Oh, because it was that'd hard. be good. You know, I should do that. I should make a like a film resident. I'll do an IB, IDBM, I Internet Movie Database, yeah, IMDb, IMDb. So you'd be like, right, was, and I'll just put in there like Ghostbusters Three. Right. I I was in seven two. The sequel to Seven. <laughs> I was in Eight. Yeah. Seven Two. I was in Fahrenheit Four Fifty Two Two. That was also a sequel. Wait, um, there was a movie that Colin, uh, no, not Colin Quinn. What's his name? Uh, you know, Reservoir Dogs, and um, there was a movie on his resume. He put down. Remember, we saw this movie, and he figured nobody would have ever seen it. Oh, right, oh saying... it's the one with Woody Allen and the Shakespeare one. Oh, right, 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 right. King uh, Lear, King Lear. That I'll put that on my IMDb. That you were in John Luke Godard's King Lear from 1986. Right. You and Quentin Tarantino, who wrote that, and he yeah, was in that Qu- movie. Quentin Tarantino put that on his resume when he was just starting out because he figured nobody the fuck saw that film. Hey, finally, they're at the beach and they're going to open it up and who's is it going to be Bernie from Weekend and Bernie's in there? Oh, P.U. <laughs> I didn't comment when they first opened it up and they found that joint. But it was all like gross looking and like swampy. Yeah, it was all bubbly. Too much had- baggage. This movie has too much luggage to it. Too much baggage. <laughs> Excess luggage. Yeah, these actors... Listen, I like you, but you come with so much baggage. Okay, I'm stealing that. <laughs> you know, it's a quality <laughs> joke on this show. We paid our dues. Don't forget to go to GoFundMe.com and uh, throw over $500 short for our fundraiser at Muni Radio. Go type in Muni Radio Summer 2018 fundraiser and you'll see it pop up. And donate some money. We want to make sure we are afloat. Anyway, back to the film. Bunch of, bunch Should of I do bodies. that instead of... I do it like... I go to FM. I go to mutiny.fm. Oh, well, there is Mutiny a... Mutinyradio.fm. Yeah, is that an okay way to do it? Or? Yeah, that's a Anyway, giving money is great. We just have this fundraiser going on. But yeah, sure. if you just want to go to mutinyradio.fm, it'll take you to pcrcollective.com. There'll be a link to our PayPal, and you can throw in five bucks. And that just helps. It helps get uh, paper towels that can clean up the vomit outside. That's good, because... There's, there's, there's a towel shortage. Yeah. We're fine with paper. So Okay, so now they think that he's the billionaire's son. Oh, so she's a Greek uh, heiress. The, well, the ocean liner they're getting on, you see it says Oceanos? Uh-huh. How do you say it? Oceanos. Well, it's, it's Greek. It famously sank five years later. Oh, uh, 1991, August 4, this thing it survived, sank into the ground. It survived okay, now, these too. see the guy's bag? Yeah, so much baggage, That's I got Sean. it. He's the real guy. 
Oh, look at him jump out right in the water. He's like swiping it by. This is well, yeah, classic he was movie. saying to him, you can make it. I've, I've done it before. You can make it. And so Sean jumped in. He goes, I lied. But in real life, it'd be like, him. what are you doing, you idiot? You're not Superman. Oh, 16 boobies we've seen so far. Oh, no, 18. <laughs> <laughs> but right, you, your eyes are following the boobs, and the director made that next boob shot right where right your there. eyes were looking. Yeah, that, they call that the cinematic triangle, where the eye looks at three different images that form a triangle. Ah, that's you so see great. Okay, now here's our singer-songwriter, uh-huh. and he's pretend, he's in the movie now as a rich guy, but the wife there is the wife of the director. Isn't that weird? The wife of the real director? Or the director? Yeah, the, the director, uh, the producer. Oh. No, the Pathmark guy's wife. So let's bring up Pathmark guy. James Karen. Karen. He's, he's a yeah. great character actor. He's in everything he's seen. He was a racist he, uh, guy from yeah. the Jeffersons. And, right. He, yeah, and he uh, kissed my lips, touched my lips. Yeah. He should have let me die, right? Should have let me die. And then he uh, also, in the tri-state area, did commercials for the uh, supermarket brand Pathmark. And he did so right. many. It was his face and it was his voice. And, you know, they'd be like, it's Can Can Week at Pathmark. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he used to be. Dented cans, two for a dollar. So when he was a little kid, he was encouraged to take up acting by a U.S. congressman, Daniel J. Flood, who was an amateur actor himself. And in 1947, he made a Broadway debut in A Streetcar Named Desire, which led over to, led <laughs> to appearances in over 20 Broadway productions. So that's how he got his start. Nice. Well, he's also in a famous... Uh, short conceived and written by uh, Samuel Beckett a film called Film it's with uh-huh. Buster Keaton and he's the young kid in that he's the young kid gotcha yeah. and he actually uh, he's a big fan of Buster Keaton especially after meeting him so alright so here we go a bunch of hard bodies looking at the penises on the sculpture Oh, no, now that, he's getting excited, sexually excited. But, oh, no oh, head. No he head. goes, wait a minute, cut. What am I, married? He goes, you don't real cut on my set. Did you get that joke? What it was the joke? No head. What are, what are we, married? <laughs> oh, that's no joke, Mike. <laughs> and, <laughs> now a public service announcement. <laughs> don't for the, he turns don't the get director married. And goes, it looks like he needs a little head. Off, right, and they did. it's lazy writing, right? If all three of us thought of that joke, the whole plot is lazy. Let's make a yeah. teen sex comedy about making a teen sex comedy shoot, and we'll shoot it in Greece. Oh well, we'll, well write it off. That's a little. I mean, it, if it didn't suck, that's very creative. You know, let's make a, a teen sex comedy about filming a teen sex comedy. There's, I don't know. That could could have been done really well. Right. They're trying. Huh. Okay, he's like, you're 30 minutes late. What they're doing right now is they're trying out actresses, but it's not the real truth. They're trying to show us titties. Oh, so this is the current, this is the uh, casting couch, cattle call, cattle call titties. Now, you see to the left again is the same woman who was in the script. She's the... Oh, those are the investors I, I, on the other side of the aisle. Is this so yeah, those are the investors. So they just Her name's Roberta Boobies. Collins, and I keep trying to talk about her. Go ahead. 
she was a big star. She, in 1982, she was in Death Wish 2 as Woman at Party. I thought her, I recognized her. First credit her. is One Adam 12. Do you remember that show? Sure. One Adam 12. That's the intro. 1969. Uh, one Adam 12. Call, uh, call it, uh, this is One Adam 12. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Siren. <laughs> that was Mike's impression of a police it sounded like a French police uh, car. Oh, no, no, no. It's a standard uniform siren. I do this. It's a life hack. If you ever went across the street, just Oh, guess what? I got a real life life hack of that one. Oh, yeah. I was driving Uber, okay? Uh-huh. And what should come up behind me? But cop light. But there was something weird about him. Uh, I didn't know what it was. And so I, like, I didn't move. You saw cop lights or cop lights? It was a bicycle person, and they had a fake cop-like thing on their on their bike. That's not cool. So that man. you would move out of the way at night. That's not cool. Because when he came up to my car, he like jammed on his brakes real hard. Uh huh. I guess he figured I would move because everyone moves through those lights. And he was like, "Did he yell at you?" Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, he he just moved on. He didn't cause any trouble. But I mean, that that must be why he like jammed on his brakes because people just move right well we're watching right now a parade of women taking their shirts off they're all in bikinis right this is just an excuse I see the gay guy is irritated yeah I bet <laughs> okay so anyway I'll just finish on this woman yes. she was in Wonder Woman of 1973 she was on Bob Hope TV series huh. episode she was on a Rockford Files and a BJ and the Bear she just was just like nobody and then it says, cause of death, overdose of drugs and alcohol. And I'm like, yeah, this That's is terrible. my gal. I wish I knew her in real life. What would you say? You were great as a trucker on BJ and the Bear? <laughs> right. The way your head bobbed up and down, it was like I was there. <laughs> well, that's depressing. Isn't it true you were on Bob Hope? For episode 16, November 1970? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was really quite a highlight. He's <laughs> such a jerk. <laughs> I am a jerk. All right, so now we're no, back. But listen, she died in 40 years ago, right? Right. It's been enough time. All right. Well, well, Scotty okay. is now falling in love with a princess. She's a waitress. In the movie, it's a princess. But in real life, she's a waitress. I'm confused. And he's like... You're perfect for this part. Oh, so she's going to play the princess, and he's going to fall in love with her. His character's going to fall she's in love gonna with She's going to play the princess. But she's just a waitress from Greece. She is some waitress from Greece. She Greasy goes on waitress. to be oh, in Austin Powers. Uh, he touched her boobs. Do you remember, I, not Ivan Tomfalot, what was her name? Ivan and Tinkle. It was uh, like... Well, do you remember Fatima Blush in, like, the James Bond movie? She would go up next to you and throw a snake in your car. Huh. I don't think I remember Fatima Blush. I remember a bunch well, of other... You see her face on the left. Doesn't she look like the Austin Powers lady? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's her name? Heather... No, not Heather Graham. Heather Graham? No, the other one. Well, no, she was the actress, but I don't know. It was something like Something Vagina was her oh, name. Like Felicity Shagwell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shagwell. Shagwell. I don't know. She's a little famous. She was in Austin Powers. Um, she was in 
Carl Reiner's Summer School. Oh, that's a classic. I absolutely remember um, from that. She made her theatrical. Okay, she's born in Buenos Aires, but she moves to Italy. Okay. And then she, at 13 years old, she was crowned Miss Teen Italy. And that same year, she had a debut as Miranda in The Tempest. Wow. But she just took off, and then she stalled at Austin Powers. I don't know. Well, from Shakespeare to Austin Powers. I guess she had done her run. Yeah, this probably was the movie that killed her. Is that what you're trying to say? You don't remember the name of... Our character in Austin Powers? All right, I'm going to Google. All right. Carl's going to Google. <laughs> Carl's going Austin to Google. Powers cast. Oh, so Enter. She, she just got cast, and now they're going to shoot on a boat. Beyonce. Elizabeth, Hurley, Heather, Graham, what is this bullshit? That's what I'm telling you. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, my God. 20, 22, 24, Whoa. 26, 28. Oh, it's 32. Boing. All these topless women are writing out petitions. Uh, same women? Ah, Boing. Fuck it. 38, 30, 40, 42. Are you okay? Sounds like your couch is really, like, springy. Oh, these guys are like, I can't believe it. We get to show our tits, too. Some reclining. Their chest looks so flat, like, in comparison. Uh, <laughs> the women have more hair on their chest than these guys. Oh, I'm going to jump. I hate boobies. He escaped from the boobies. Why would you jump off a boat? That's the scariest thing in the world. Hmm, I just can't find this woman. Well, okay, do you remember when Austin Power comes home and she's like, did you use protection? Remember? It's like, you were right to be suspicious. I shagged her rotten. Remember? She was all disappointed. Did you see this film? Yeah, isn't that Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah, she goes, did you see, use protection? He goes, yes, I had me Walter millimeter. Was she in the hot tub? Is that the hot tub scene? Yeah, the woman in the hot tub. And yeah. She was like, how dare you pass gas before me? Right. That's her on the screen. Oh, all right. Well, that took a long way, but there we go. She went from Hard Bodies 2 to Austin Powers. That's good. Kaboom! Uh, now here, it's like, Kapaloo. remember, I'm a country singer, remember? Get my ugly teeth. Yeah, is he the narrator? I don't even want to play the music of it. <laughs> Everybody got... watching this film like knows him. It's like, holy cow, they got that guy? He's, but we don't. He's singing his famous song, I Got Second Place in an Allen Ginsberg Lookalike Contest. <laughs> oh, they're on that famous castle that I told you about when they were coming in. It's, it's like a fortress in Greece. Now this this is where castle. Bowser really is capturing Princess Peach. This castle right here, right? So Mario, Mario Bowser, what? Uh, for Mario, that's where. Uh, oh, yeah. I just said I'm sorry that. That's all right. I know who you're talking about. He yeah. looks like a dinosaur meets a dog. Right, a dinosaur meets a dog. That's right. It's only been thirty years, Bowser. Carl. Anytime you want to join in, the rest of the world. Okay, so he gets mad at this one because he tried to sexually advance on Cookie. And so he's like, you're fired. And then he, he evokes the morals clause of this contract. Now the director's all mad because she's like, how are you going to get another actor? And he goes, throw a Slovakia sandwich in those Greeks. Somebody will dive in. 
So anyway, the next scene, Logan is wearing that wig. He just took off. Why does he need that wig? He has perfectly uh, his character wears the wig, and we need it as an audience to see that James is playing the part. Oh, I got. Oh, I see. That's You're fired. Well, who's going to replace him? Now, cut to. Oh, our love, young lovers. Well, that, see, that's the thing. He's got his girlfriend, who's being such a bitch, spending all his money, giving pregnancy scares, giving him a lot of shit for things. Oh, terrible! And he he bumps into this. That's the dad. My father will kill me when he finds out we have a nude scene. <laughs> <laughs> So they're starting to become romantically involved, but he's tepid because he has a girlfriend. Thank you for showing me your new kind of yogurt. What, the Greek yogurt? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now he's back at the uh, hotel room with his girlfriend, and he finds out that she's spending all his money. You see the... Oh, what, by credit card? Or is he going to say, how are you? Honey, he did Surprise. really sneak up to her. Yeah, by credit card. You're spending it faster than I can make it. <laughs> and you know, any actor in a teen sex comedy in the 80s is making it. Uh, 42? Did you know that Hard Bodies 2 was in the right place and the right time, and when it got released, they released it also on Laserdisc? It's a very rare subset of movies that made it to Laserdisc. It was only during these years. I mean, that thing died fast. Yeah, you know, like uh, during that time, uh, during the 90s especially, you could get Laserdisc for cheap. And I saw like uh, how I got into college and uh, some other crap because it was a Laserdisc copy. Uh Uh-huh. You know, the truth is that Laserdisc is CD-ROM, you know. Um, but it, I don't know. It just didn't take for some reason. It was this weird thing where it's like it's like vinyl. It has two sides. You got to flip it over, and uh, it only it was yeah. just you know people loved it. It was high tech, but they were coming out with DVDs eventually. So, well, they were trying to replace the third the album. Well, no, uh, remember? Okay, it was seventy nine eighty. 81 around that time laser discs existed i know this one's 80 what this is 86 so but the thing is cd roms did not come out until what is it mid 90s yeah at least during grunge it was during grunge grunge so that's early 90s if you're in california mid 90s if you're in new york and then like early 90s if you're in the grunge party so is this a movie or the real thing? She's taking a bath now. The real thing. Oh. Whoa. Whoa, I got to do it a second count. Booby. Uh, wait a second, wait a second. That might not be her. Oh, really? Well, we just saw Naked Booty. Different. Lady Booty. That's Lady Booty 1. No uh, guy booties. It's her. But why does she look so good all of a sudden? Uh, no, it's not her. Is it? I don't know. You think they're doing like a stunt model? No, it's her. But why was it all like normal land? And now we look all misty. Like, see uh, the movie. The movie is saying, "Look, we have to shoot this scene in real life, like a movie." Because oh, she's rubbing oranges on her. Oh no, it's a different dude. Maybe he's dreaming right now. 
I don't want to watch his dream. I didn't pay money to see a dream. I didn't pay money to see people make the movie. I, I came to see the movie. Can you believe that girl just took a sip of the drink? She was feeding... Uh, yeah, James Cameron, gross. Old man. Yeah, that James. wasn't cool. He's got old man cooties. He plays the president you're servicing the a man, you don't take a sip. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't trust him. He was in uh, the Larry Sanders show. He was the president of the network. What? Pathmark guy. He was? Really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty funny scenes. But he was famously in the Jeffersons for playing this racist white nationalist who... Well, yeah, the thing is, I when I saw him in the Jeffers, uh, Jeffersons, I was like, holy shit, the Pathmark guy has made good. <laughs> He's moving up in his career. The story went was that he was getting death threats because of that. People think that Hard Bodies 2 is a really sucky movie, but the truth is it was ranked 99th out of 110 movies. 99 out of 110. 11 movies suck worse than this shit. Okay, there's James in the wig pretending to be the father of the princess. It's, it's a joke. You're supposed to laugh. And there's Austin Powers' Ivana Humpalot lady. She's the princess. And look, Scott snuck in as, with his fez, right? Huh. Just wait a minute. Wait, what's her name? Damn it. I'm looking it up. Oh, this hey, is, uh, you farted without me, lady. Her Austin Powers. How dare you pass gas before me? Carl, I gotta grab well, something I'm in sorry, the other room. Baby. Go ahead and keep going. I'll be back. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. <laughs> okay, I don't do a good Austin Powers. Let me try to work on it. Yeah, baby. Okay, here it is. Alata Fagina. Alata Fagina was her name in Austin Powers. Is that funny? I went a long way to find that out. Oh, are you off mic again? This is the part in which uh, he fell asleep. So let's do a marker. I think we're at 38 and 30 seconds. Mike fell asleep again. Okay. They pretended in the movie that he snuck in. They found out. They kicked him off of the rock. And the director goes, good practice run. Let's try it for real now. Places. And he goes, huh? And she's just kidding. Back to flirting with the actress, even though he has a girlfriend. Hello, Alata Fahaina. You were Miss Italy and Miss Teenage Italy at 13 years old. There's Sean. He wrote this film with the director. And he's like saying uh, he's trying to wreck up Scotty's wreck with the girl by saying like he does this with a lot of girls in the trailer. I don't know. Okay, now. Here is the wife of, hi, here's the wife of James, who, uh, you know, past Mark guy, who's right. jealous of Cookie. So she's going to fuck with Cookie during this scene. Falada Vagina, you said, was the uh, character from uh, Austin Powers? Yeah. Yeah, it's 
Fagina with an F. That's a lot of fagina. So when you saw her, you're like a lot of vagina, and your wife kicked you out of the house. Well, I'm sure it's what you were doing, saying like the pussy galore person. Right. They were making fun of. Well, they. Uh, uh, he was just getting him back for screwing up his relationship with a lot of vagina. By and now he goes, I guess he doesn't have a sense of humor. And she goes, that's because he wasn't funny. If you think you're impressing me, you're not. And she huffs off. Well, he ruined the shot, too. I mean, he had, plus he had to get money. Teamster guys to tie up that Coca-Cola bottle to pour on the guy's head. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of money. And now here she is turning the fan on Cookie. Oh, no. Huh? Uh, crumbs Boy, and roll them. Vindictive dicks in this set. Look at her trying to pick up the papers. While the other woman has a long cigarette holder by a fan. <laughs> All right, finally, cook the wife. This is craft services okay, here's for you. The, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Is that the Greek uh, diner guy? It's the dad. Yeah, the Greek diner guy. He's doing the cooking for the film. He finally gets to use the knives he was carving up before. Sharp now they're. Before. They're teasing him because that father's going to kill you. He goes, is it possible to be in love with two women at the same time? Because he's referring to his girlfriend. So the country singer goes, don't let your left ball know what your right ball's doing. Go ahead, turn it on. Maybe it'll be good. All right. That would be hell, wouldn't it? Stuck a daddy with two women and no liquor. <laughs> ah, yeah, okay. we missed it. We missed so the casting dude says... Sorry, but we're looking for the Robert Redford type. And I say, dude, that's, that's amazing because I'm his son. In fact, that's where I got my blonde hair. I love your hair; it's so spiky. Do American girls like spiky hair? Oh hell yeah! I mean, spiky hair and earrings. Serious. That's rag, man. He's a player. Bottles of Dom Perignon and a funnel right away, huh? Classy guy. Must be from Jersey. Yeah. That's Sean trying to make time with a lot, a lot of fajina. This is behind the scenes, right? This is not in front of the camera? Right. This is, the cast is out to dinner for the night. There's a lot of movies about movies that are famous. Day for Night. Uh, there's Day also, for Night. Do you recommend to see that? Yeah, it's Louis Moll and it's a film about making film and how they shoot the day during the nighttime and how he, a uh, postcard reminds him of his childhood and that's why he visions it. Uh -huh. um, eight and a Half, Fellini. That's his eighth and a half movie he made, and it's about a filmmaker being harassed by his fans. Did uh, he make a half movie, like a movie that didn't go to task or something? Yeah, it might have been like Love Italian style too, or something. Uh, Italian uh -huh. style. Uh, you know how they used to do these anthologies. I have no idea. I haven't really. Uh, we should find a Fellini movie on YouTube. That'd be great. Oh, oh, oh yeah, on yeah. this, that's a great idea. That's a great idea, one that's under two hours. <laughs> So now the boys are teasing him because the girl, the girlfriend comes and says, look at all the things I bought. Then he goes, I got something for you that Sean helped me pick out, who's like his enemy here, the writer. It's like, it's a joke. He goes, you hate it, don't you? I love it, honey. And then he gets mad. She gets mad. I don't know. Basically, it's like, fine, take your credit card back. And she like storms out. Wow. They don't take Diner Club in Greece anyway. 
Yeah, Diners Club is an American uh, scam. I mean, thing. How does Diners Club work? You go to a restaurant, you go to a diner, and you use your Diners Club, and then you get like... No, you you are eating. You are a diner. You go out to dine. Hey, wait, I go got a weird... Places. Wait, I got What's a that? weird Bond 99 free free and free Yeah, I pop. got it too. Oh, they, all right. They're sneaking it. All right. YouTube won't let you like go to those rip-off sites, so they sneak it deep into the movie. I'm sure huh. that's who David Beckham is, is this, this website. Well, because sure, like when we look for movies on YouTube, we want to make sure we find the cleanest copy we can and one that yeah, we have to pay true. for. And a lot of uh, bootlegs, they're played at different speeds, they're shorter, they're like bigger, uh, they start in the middle, uh, or they'll say, hi, <laughs> unfortunately, we can't air this on YouTube, but if you click the link below, that. yeah. I hate that. So there's a bunch of movies that I would love to put on here. Like, I remember the first time I saw Radioactive Dreams on uh, YouTube. I thought, wow. But the mm. copy was, like, really kind of tinted and overblown and, you know. Yeah, yeah, I need some suggestions to you before, like, I realized you should be the movie picker exclusively. And you always had that same thing. It's not a clean copy. It's like there's something about it to get around copyright. Oh, let me ask you about that. Last show was not copyrighted, so I was thinking I could put that one on the YouTube channel and not get a third strike. Oh, that's absolutely. I'm happy to go through it. There's a bunch of uh, public domain movies that you'll see pop up, Carnival of Souls, uh, a great one that I like called Detour, which I'm going to probably do, which is an hour-long uh-huh. one-note movie. Uh, they're out there. You know, Famously, Night of the Living Dead never had a copyright on the title card, so that's public domain. Really? Yeah. The 1968 version. Well, I think it's good. I think we can make the YouTube channel live if I make uh, sure that, you know. It's, and yeah. Werewolf of Washington was a good show. Do you think you couldn't hear it? No, it was fine. You know, I wanted to mention, I was saying it before and I couldn't find the clip. I fell asleep during last week's show. Wow. And I was still talking, and I could tell you the exact point where I was, but I just couldn't find the audio recording. I could tell you what I was saying. Uh-huh. Uh, I said um, the food was injected by, with werewolf formula. Okay. <laughs> and you went, <laughs> okay. And uh, I realized, like, I was nodding off. And uh-huh. so I had a, that's why I put, on, I put on some audio of the show, of the movie after that, so I can collect my thoughts, but... I actually gotcha. passed out. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, now we're in the movie, by the way. Okay. And she's, he said when he was getting thrown off the cliff, meet me at the club tonight. And that's what she's done. She's like, says to her father, I think I want to go to the club. Okay, they're laughing because he took care of their bodyguards. That is, he kept buying them free drinks. Oh, I see. More grappa. Highway Disco Club. I, you know, I don't speak Greek, so I, I have no idea. I just am looking what for. What it said? Yeah, I'm just looking for the Disco Club. You know, it's that all it's so all Greek, Greek to me. He's the father. Uh oh. Is this? No, a, he's not the father. That's a different actor. That's Sean, who in the movie plays a guy who is, um, in a desert. Remember he was rolling down the hill and sure. poured the coke on him? They're saying, you owe us money for the check. And it's the check that, of Scotty and the princess. 
So it's kind of like a joke. And they're like, you have a gold tooth. That's how you'll pay. Ew, they took his tooth? That, that's the joke. That's the joke. Uh, now we're back on the set. Thank God. They probably shot in Greece because there was no union. Back to reality. Oh, yeah. There's the girlfriend. See, the one thing is, uh, a lot of vagina doesn't get mad the whole time that he also has a girlfriend. She must know it. She must have known it coming in. Oh, there he's. Maybe she's noticing right now. Who are you? So who's the director's assistant? That's Cookie. Boing! So, um, now that the director's wife's around, Cookie can't get stuffed anymore, so now she's going to get sweet on rags. That's what happens. Are you on the rag? Yeah, almost every day of the week. He's great. Uh, does she fall apart and people are like, that's the way the cookie crumbles? <laughs> that's a good one. Now we're all, we're still seeing how bad she is. Who is that girl? <laughs> oh, that's his no real better. a he, lot of vagina. He's really? he, the boyfriend's no better oh, either. Man. He sold Don Johnson's clothing. Yeah, right. Hey, this that's perfectly timed, isn't it? I'm sure that's really where it comes from, Miami Vice. Oh, absolutely. It was 86, so that show was pretty much peaking at that point. But he's clean-shaven, so it kind of throws it off. You know what's funny? Like, today, it looks like he's wearing a doctor's coat. Right. Yeah, he's a doctor by day. Disco club maven by night. Mm-hmm. And she Now she's like, wait a minute. You have another vagina. But I like a lot of vagina. Lots of the guys do. So okay, are these so guys going to... Who are those? The boy bodyguard. Oh, and we steal the princess. Well, no, they protect her. They get her back on the boat. You know, they're, the father sent them this as mo- chaperones. This movie, you know what? Jackie Chan would make this movie much better. Right? Because yes, the bodyguards would. come, and then Jackie, was, who's holding a ladder... Uh, kicks their asses while jumping around. <laughs> right? He's like, there he's up yeah. shopping for parakeet cages. And then they, those people show up and he starts fighting <laughs> with parakeet cages. Yeah, there was this, ki- this comedian. He was like, I so much more like Jackie Chan movies than Bruce Lee movies. And he starts going on about it, right? But it was good in the end because he wrapped up. He goes, you know, Bruce Lee comes into a room full of all these guys. It's like, fight, break it out, you know. But he goes, he mentioned some movie. He goes, Jackie Chan... Go ran into this room. There's all a bunch of black people all around. You know, it's obviously going to be a big fight scene. And Jackie Chan goes, "I don't want trouble." <laughs> it's like you much rather watch a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, uh, give it up to that comedian that Carl just ripped off. His Oops. name is Franco Danger. Franco Danger. Franco Danger. He's, he's a funny guy. He's a Jersey guy. Oh, that's good. Thank God. Uh, you think his name's really Danger? Danger is my last name. <laughs> so everything's like aerobics right now, right? They're dancing on the boat. 
it's aerobics with yeah they're doing boob ups boob aerobics okay so we're not in the movie right now we're in real life okay thank god and he's getting cuckold in real life she's going out with Sean if you've already got a boyfriend oh so they're cutting back and forth to everybody yeah what a director so Sean's having a good time with sexy vagina girl and yes. <laughs> and and Scotty's having a horrible time with uh Boy, oh, girlfriend. see the tennis ball hit where does that come from oh the irony is killing me ah uh, Greece the romantic country wait do you I got yeah I got an internet problem do you no, I'm still going. Do you want me to pause? Let me pause. Hang on a sec. No, when it comes back, I'll catch up with you. Well, right now they're at the beach. Here, I'll play some audio. Preoccupation with mud. May I they're doing you a, a mud scene. Picture, not a mud buy. We are mud God. 52 minutes and 55 seconds, Carl. Yeah. It's a solid hour and a half it's movie. Midway. Very symbolic. Oh, of course it's symbolic. It's symbolic of how much money can be wasted shooting all this boob McNutt into... He probably lives in Hoboken. Today, you mean? Yeah. It's possible. You know, he's actually Plastic Man with those glasses and uh, red outfit. Yes, sir. Really? Yeah, because Plastic he Man had, like... around when Plastic Man... He's never there when Plastic Man shows up, or Wooly, his partner. I don't want to be on the beach. So they just, in real life, they hang around a beach that has bikini models hanging on the behind it, like in a movie. <laughs> it's Greece, you know. What, what does that mean, it's Greece? Uh, you know, people are topless. <laughs> no? She looks like Rosie the Riveter, because you have more dots. Can you have more dots on you? <laughs> <laughs> Gilligan, what is the, uh, that's like Mary, uh, she looks like Mrs. Howell 20 years b- beforehand. Oh, she's doing the old tie your high tops to the chair routine. High tops brought to you by 1986. Oh, the craft table in Italy looks terrible. It's all uh, grease. It's all healthy foods. <laughs> Fuck that. Is that Fuck a taco that. truck? California, it says. I brought you the butt face. Do I want a butt face too? Okay, so I'm having... Oops, maybe my internet's reconnecting now. All right. Well, I'm right now almost at 55 minutes to this movie, and there's two Teamsters are talking... No, or maybe they're bad guys. <sighs> they got the Grease's finest actors to to play this movie. Uh, you mean um, my Greek wedding people? You know, One of them was a Saturday Night Live woman, remember? Huh. You, you know, know what? The, not the mom, the, the friend of the mom, like Aunt Ginny. Man, oh, God. Well, let's wait till the credits. Oh, 50, 46 boobs. <laughs> at this point, like, the boobs are extraneous. They're just, like, throwing them in at this point. Like, hey, remember us? Boob movie. Because when they show boobs at the end of the movie, it's like, we caught it. All right, we saw boobs all during this movie. No, no, not it. But remember the age in which we met this move, boob, boob movies. We were really quite into it. So you had to have boobs every fifteen minutes. Well, there was no internet to go get your boobs. You could go down to Delancey's uh, newsstand. 
Unless the Delancey boys start talking to you, and you're like, Clancy, Clancy, Clancy boys. Well, it's the, it was the Clancy Street Gang. Yeah, uh-huh. the Clancy, Clancy boys, um, Bowery boys, Bowery boys, the Dead End Kids. But there was a DC Comics character, uh, like Newsboys, Legionnaires, and like that. That Jack Kirby drew, and it was a bunch of like tough talking oh, kids. Oh, the Clancy Street Gang. They used to fuck with the thing. Yeah, that's right, because the thing's from there. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was actually in Manhattan, though, not. Oh, right. Yeah, you're the right. Clancy you're right. Street Gang was a Brooklyn. What, what minute are you on? Oh, my God. 56 minutes and 28, 29, 30 seconds. They're, okay, they're, they're, I guess the gangsters are talking to the producers. <laughs> Would you please tell me when you get to 5708? Oh, absolutely. Sorry, that's something really funny. 5708. His broken surfboard is still in the movie. That's funny. Oh, now she's going to finally get up and trip, or is she? What, what minute trip. are you on? All right, I'm on 57. One, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Are you? They're yeah, fake they're punching pu- each you other. You just get punched. They're fake punching, right? Right. Well, it's a choreographed session. Yeah, you need a fight doctor to fix your scene. You know what they need is a booby doctor to put more boobies in the scene. Is that boobies behind us? They're closed, right? The, the lights are. They have. There's that bikini behind us. Oh yeah, stick it up. Wash bath. yourself off. Huh, it's weird how the producers sit by the table by the showers. Another Hoboken shirt scene. He's been wearing that shirt the whole time. I bet you he's from Hoboken. And my character's was, from Hoboken. Yeah, that's right. Now you know that um, hobo, hobo. The word hobo comes uh, from Hoboken. Really? Because New, New Jersey gave the world the bomb. Was it Hobo Ken that, that caused the hackers? Hoboken. H-O-B-O-K-E-N. Right. Well, okay. that was, it was train yard people. Oh, I see. They, would, they were hobos. I was making a joke about Barbie's boyfriend, Ken. Hobo Ken. Oh, I getcha. Uh-huh. I'm with you now. Hobo Ken. So, Yeah. It was a lot of home office, box office, hobo. Hobo. They all came from hobo. So she's telling Cookie. Oh, she. I don't know what she's doing. Giving Cookie some job. With a chainsaw. See, the wife just hates Cookie. Hates her. Hates her. Hates her. Now, Here, Scotty's going gay. I grew up in a town called Skankville. What does Skankville provide? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Hors- I think Hors-ville. I didn't catch this the first two times I watched this film. It's a real fight now. This is a choreographed fight, and they're ha- they're really fighting each other over that girl. You gave me the Captain Kirk slug. Ah. Whoa! Ah, shut up, guitarist. They're fighting in the water. The dirtiest of fights. Ironically, director doesn't like it. That's no good, boys. You can't fight in the water. 
The scene calls for dry land. This is the most convoluted joke set up. Now she's got the chainsaw going at the beach, but she's got right. a little and thing then, tied to her whoa. leg. Uh, now we have humorous scenes. Oh, slice right through that femur. Oh. She's running whoa. around with a chainsaw. This is madness, I tell you. Maybe they should shoot this as a horror film. Look, it's got a chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw There's girls. no gore. Yeah. She misses every time. Well, if we're but doing the mother's a loving it. If we're doing a guy's package account, so far four. A lot of men in speedos. Oh, oh. 58, 48 boobs. Rag gets to see girls. Is he jerking off? Oh, no, he's rocking No, he's off. not, but that's their joke. Whoa. Whoops. Whoa. Whoops. Why would they make such a chainsaw that if one person can't hold on to it? Don't they test the chainsaws? They knew they were filming a, they knew they were filming a movie. Oh, cookie. Whoa, uh, it's... Ah! Uh-oh. Cut. You're, you're going to win the Oscar for this. This is great action. Uh, oh, my God. I'll uh-oh. stop playing this once this scene is over. Uh-oh. She's on the rolly thing. Ah, ah, oh, right to the mud. <laughs> oh, look at her hair. Oh, uh, so I can't contain him. Oh, no. Got to act. Cookie, are you okay? Must act. do acting. <sighs> it's so hard. <laughs> Cut. Wait, is that you or the character saying you must act? Uh, <laughs> character? Okay, print. Here, hi, I'm Sean, the creepy guy who you gave a chance because you were mad at the other guy. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, right, we're back together. You're no Austin Powers. Hey. <laughs> Even the bees in her hair is like, forget that guy. Oh, Hi, a I'm the country star singer you never heard of. And that's my and we're backup band. the dummy twins. All right, you young people in the old wig can go ahead. Well, they're trying to, you know, it's an exclusive event, and, the, you know, Scotty cannot be seen on that boat. Why? I don't get this. Is this the producers? Wait, no, I think I'm wrong. I think I was mixing it up with the movie. Right. Why would they sneak in like that? Why would they have to sneak yeah, in? Yeah, why are they sneaking in? Now I watched this twice, but you did because yeah. you were you were like if Spiegelman watched this, if Spiegelman told me he watched this movie a million times. Yeah, yeah, I'm I gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it a million times, and after the second time, you're like, I don't think I can make the other nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight <laughs> times. I think I'm through. Sure, I could have watched it nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight more times, but I just threw in the towel. Well, th- I didn't have the day count that was required to... Oh, right. Hi, I'm gay, and I sweep. Doesn't make sense. You're doing the sweeping? Right. He's wearing a pink shirt. He's got a cravat tied around him. Right. Scarf. Which no gay guy does. Yeah. Anymore, actually. Maybe back then. Maybe Philip Thomas, uh, Seymour Thomas in uh, Boogie Nights when he wore that, that, that shirt. <laughs> 
I really want to. <laughs> if, if you didn't like this car, I was going to take it back. <laughs> oh, it's a great scene, Carl. So stupid. It's a hard scene to watch because he's so embarrassed for himself. He did such a gaff, you know? Yeah. And he's not wrong. He is completely and totally stupid. That's not the way you go up to him and just tell him, you know. He goes, oh, you have... Okay, so... Wait a second. He arranges for a robbery, uh, a kidnapping for real. Right. And they think it's for fake. Uh, how do I explain this? The director hired them. He thought he was hiring actors. Right. To, to, you know, they're sitting there going like, how do you know he will pay? And he goes, the man is a billionaire. You know, and it really, there was a mix-up like, so anyway, the actress is really going to be kidnapped. And they're like, wait, no. That's only in the movie. Okay. Okay. I think I follow you. Here's so, a piece of glass. Let me let me understand this right. This is a movie? <laughs> <laughs> There's rags. Oh, so this is real, like, they're really trying to abduct them. Yes, not these two. This movie needs Steven Seagal to fucking kick ass. <laughs> You're not taking my boat. The only Steven Seagal I liked was that one in which... Uh, uh, who's a fugitive guy? Not, you know, the guy who's in every movie. Tommy Lee Jones, right? He takes over the ship with nuclear warheads and... Yeah, that's uh, that's the movie I'm referencing. Steven Seagal's, yeah, that, that must be. Yeah. That's, that's the only movie I like by Steven Seagal. The rest of them really stink. Under Siege. Well, under have... Siege. Yeah, Under Siege. That was a good film. And Under, Siege, under Siege 2 is a train that Eric Bogosian jimmied up. I'm Eric Bogosian, and I am using my performing arts skill not to present a junkie, but a villain from Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. Yeah. What was funny about that Eric whatever person is he like he like jerked himself out of a career. He's like, I'm famous, so I can be a jerk to anybody I want. Just <laughs> jerk, 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 a jerk, jerk. Well, he you know, appeared... every time he shook someone's hand and made a deal, he was a jerk, and they just stopped calling him. No, no, he acted in a bunch of those procedurals, like uh, Law and Order type of shows. I've seen like I don't know how many seasons he appeared, but I was watching either Law and Order or you know jag or whatever the fuck it was yeah there he was and there he was he was like the boss the cop boss well yeah but no but he he had like a real pinnacle of his career he had that movie in which he was on talk radio oh yeah that was an Oliver Stone movie I don't know how but there was some theater on Bleecker Street I don't know how it happened but I sat in like he was doing a one man show you know and I don't know. He just went away. I mean, yeah, maybe you see him on Jag and he keeps his mouth shut, but he's paying the bills. I mean, he he did he, have like a that guy had everything. Well, he, he was he could have made was, another movie, you know, but he he was one of those one man show guys who uh, really kind of set the groundwork. And yeah, he had Suburbia and uh, all of these different characters and Sex Drugs and Rock and mm-hmm. Roll and whatever it was. And uh, yeah, I don't think he's done like a one man show recently. The, the one I saw that you said suburbia. I did. The, he yeah. did the whole thing. He was cooking on the grill, and he was talking about his second family, and it was just uh, 
Well, I don't know. I enjoyed it while I was watching it. Look at that stupid hat on James's head. Yeah, how old is... Oh, James is pretty old. He's been wearing that hat all the entire movie. Now he really looks like the Bowery boy. <laughs> okay, so hang on. There's, so there's the Clancy Street... Uh, gang who tormented I, the thing and then there's the Bowery Boys who are also the dead end kids and then DC Jack Kirby had a series of like the Newsboys Legion that, and then they're, they, when they grew up their kids acted the same way as they did in the 40s and they helped Jimmy Olsen and Superman fight and, no, uh, Jack Kirby was on the DC side. Yeah, this is when I he mean was, on the Marvel side. But he when he went to DC in '71 and he brought oh, these characters right, for a little had, while because he had used those characters in the '40s when he worked for DC. Right, 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 right. Okay, so the Clancy Street Gang from Fantastic Four. Right. That is a totally different thing than the movie The Clancy Street Gang, which stars. Thatch and Mo and stuff, and they end up in the Bowery Boys somehow. Um, and I don't know about this DC Jack Kirby you're talking about. Oh, it's but pretty you cool. Called it Newsboys. Yeah, they're like the Newsboys Legion, and there was ones from the '40s, and then their kids grew up to act, to dress in it and sound just like them. And they just they help like Jimmy Olsen, they help Superman, they they go on adventures with them. Uh huh. Yeah. And they talk. They talk like you know. They're from Brooklyn. They're newsies. Yeah. Oh, then you got newsies. What do you say? What do you say? What about the movie Newsies? Have you ever seen that one? The musical? No, that's a musical. Yeah, no, I on purpose don't watch a musical. Oh, it's great. They're all. I like, just can't suspend disbelief. I just can't. What's the matter, Carl? You don't want me to break out into song? He hear that, yeah. fellas? Carl doesn't want us to break out in song. Oh, what are we gonna do with that? <laughs> what are we gonna do with that? <laughs> well, don't, don't, I tell don't. ya. <laughs> Listen to that guy with some fancy pants. <laughs> what I have to say to you? <laughs> Start dancing around, and I'm looking left, looking right. Oh. Well, um, the thing is that if you. I think it was, uh, there was this one about our founding fathers, and it was a musical. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not Hamilton. Yankee Doodle Dandy? Maybe. Was it It 1776? There was a musical, 1776, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't believe it when I these powdered wig guys like I, when they were the, when they were talking and stuff. I was with them. <laughs> like this is maybe a possible history, and then they start singing. You were like, this is the worst live sex show I've seen. I'm out of here. <laughs> Two shows daily, my ass. <laughs> well, the worst live sex show you have ever seen. I mean, was good because it's still sex, right? Yeah, it's good. Um, so right now they've been kidnapped by the guy who thought it was real life. And the wife is like, you are actors. What do you think of me? And he, you know, she knows Greek cinema. So she keeps telling him what is she, she doing. Well, right. There was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. That was the first Greek movie. <laughs> right. And, and then, then there was My, my Life in Ruins, the follow-up. And then she did uh, Val- I Hate Valentine's Day. That's also... With, and then she did My Big Fat Greek Wedding 4, uh, 2. So there's four <laughs> Greek movies right there. So I think we're in the... Mo- For some reason, they got let go. I don't remember why. These damn shoes! 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I think he, they scammed her like, we can go talk to the director about you and see if we can squeeze you in because the sh- film's wrapping up, something like that. So she went from waitress to star to shun star? I don't know what shun star means. What she, shun star. She went from waitress to... She isn't a star. They're shooting, you know. She went from waitress to actress. Right. Now she's abductee? Yeah, she got abducted. It's the funny comedic plot of... Look, what a gentleman, right? What a gentleman. Carl, this this smacks so much of laziness. They're like, well, we'll do the, the plot point where luggage gets misplaced, but it's so hackneyed. We'll have the movie that they're shooting use that plot point. Right. That yeah. way it looks like we're on purpose doing a movie thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, that's kind of ingenious, Mike. You know, it, it, okay, the movie sucks, all right? But Is it, that a rat that ran across the bedroom? to not suck with this setup, but they fumbled the ball. There was an animal that ran across the bedroom when he, when he went in. What? Oh, yeah, that was a rat. Um, yeah. Oh, she's hiding behind. Look at that. That's how you do it. When you're fucking someone, you just hide behind the blankets like that. (laughs) So now, you know, he has every excuse in the. Okay. Why is he going from room to room? Hey, aren't you that country guy? Yes, I am. This is Logan. Hi. So you made it back in one piece. Wait, so now well, that I guess I could go and try James Logan, the, the producer's wife, is cheating in the, with the real life. This is really making my head hurt. What kind of character actor knocks on every door? Right? <laughs> Just go to the fucking room and jerk off and go cry yourself to bed and let everyone else fuck each other. <laughs> like, oh. a, like a normal person. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's going on behind those sheets? He walks into uh-huh. their bedroom, too. Everybody's getting Mom, some, but Dad, you, Scotty. Who's under those sheets? Eek. Wow, Scotty you cheated on me with Sean. How predictable. Sean, do you mind moving your now, head aside? Now, this is his moral excuse to go for the princess all the way. Oh, because his girlfriend's sleeping with Sean? Right. <laughs> oh, he's taking the ring away. Are you jamming? I was doing uh, L-W-A-F-M-O-Y-T. Yeah. Will you sing the song at the end? We'll do, I'll announce what the movie is next week, and then we'll uh, have you play it live. Okay, that All sounds right, fine. Sounds great. All right, we already played the end of this movie. By the way, she's covering up her boobies, and his titties are out, so 52? <laughs> the in, yeah, the... the uh, the hypocrisy. It's not the hypocrisy. It's, there's one actress who's like, no, I, I came here to act. I'm not showing you my tits. You know, it's like, fuck that. You, did you see the Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin movie? Bowfinger? Yeah, and they were trying to talk her into being topless. And they, like, had her at hello. Do you remember that? No. She goes, well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about being nude? She goes, Okay, well, if it's for the part and advances the plot, she goes list through all the things you're supposed to do, and she's like, "Okay, then, yeah." <laughs> They're like, "We've got a winner." Her last film was Hard Bodies Two. Hard Bodies Two. Uh, Paul mentioned this on his show. 
uh, has a famous movie poster, which is a torso of a very tan young lady, and she had put sunscreen lotion on her across her uh, torso, spelling out the words "hard bodies too." Uh huh. <laughs> so you're just looking, and again, it's you know, it's making women as parts of meat. You're just looking at her torso. There's no head to it. But that's a famous poster. The investors are back. Oh, we break screens. God. Get the fuck out of here or we're not doing the scene. <laughs> Come on, boys. Time for a I drink. I think he's objecting Mr. to the nudity or something like that. Well, the investors want to watch the nude scene, the sex scene. Yeah. He's like, I want to have a private sex scene. Oh, it get them out of here. Look, here's a ring. That's Pick my it off ring. the finger of this other chick. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, man. So everyone here is having fun because they just went to Greece, right? Or if they lived in Greece, they're like, they just went outside their house and started shooting a movie. <laughs> she lives in Greece. This isn't a vacation for her. But the actress probably lives, you know, L.A. and flew over here. Right. They did. So that's not a bad thing. You could always say, yeah, I was in Hard Bodies too. It was a, just a couple of weeks in Greece. I'm definitely getting an ID, IMDB account. I think I have one. I just don't need to turn it into a credit card, you know, take my money. And I'm, so, I'm the Hard Bodies 3. Uh, You're looking came, for Hard um, Lear, Lear. There was came a Hard Lear. Bodies 3? Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. Three. No, there wasn't. Ghostbusters 3. Sure, Ghostbusters 3. Um, I'll say that I was on uh, 32 Geary. <laughs> uh, 38 Geary. I'm going to have some great, great... What? Well, 38 Geary. 38 Geary. Yeah, 38 Geary. That was my film, and that's on YouTube if you guys want to look that up. 38 Geary. Do, do check out 38 Geary. 1996. Remember I wanted to spin that into fish burgers because you were unavailable? Yeah, that was fine, but you gave me like a... You gave me video copies of all that, which was great, including the 38 Geary, which I put out, posted on YouTube. And oh, back yeah, then, right, you, right, right. it was 15 minutes long, so I couldn't put it on YouTube because the, the film was 15 minutes long. So I had to put it on Vimeo. And then I posted it on uh, YouTube, but apparently the, the music was uh, forbidden in Germany. It was banned in Germany. Oh, so, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Oh, they're really fucking up the film, I guess. Absolutely. Oh, that's the Greek. Here, guy. have more rice wine. What's it called? Is that Uzo? Not rice wine. Grappa. Oh yeah, Uzo. Right. Uzo. Yeah, nothing like drinking Uzo and directing a film. You don't know me. In front of all those animals on the crew, I mean, it was very humiliating. Oh, what's your, what he's doing right now? Our bad guy who wrote the film. He's stirring up the pot with uh, the dad. Yeah. He's finally going to keep his promise of violence when his, if his daughter is involved in anything. But he was so upset, he was yelling, Opa. <laughs> oh, because we're in Greece. running away, by the way? I don't get it. They stopped the taxi, and then the bad guys stopped their car, and they proceeded oh, to chase Oh, we're it. in the movie again. We're in the movie again. Right. So they're running away together. They're eloping. In the movie or in real life? In the movie. But Did you see 
James is wearing a wig. This, so they're shooting the this. So weird. There's the director. There's the director. Cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This part, they're like, we only have five, you know, 15 minutes to shoot because they have to, like, get on the plane or something. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. So they're down to the wire. Did they shoot this movie sequentially like they did uh, on Breaking or uh, Broken? Or, uh, they must have shot it sequentially because we see it that way. That's, like, the most expensive way to shoot a movie. Usually they don't do that at all. It's a pretend movie. Oh, 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 okay, sure. <laughs> If pretend, you say? can be made that Hard Body 2 is a pretend movie. It is. It's no sequel to Hard Body 1. Hard Body 1, right? So I saw this movie once in 1980-something on HBO, and I've never seen it again. It's about a bunch of surfer dudes, including one kid named Fraggle, and they go to party and party in, Los, in California, hanging outside the patio, uh, you know, drinking, smoking pot, talking about dreams. I've never seen that movie again. But this piece of shit I've seen a couple a million times. <laughs> 500. Five, 500 times. 532 times. Half a million more or less. So he goes and he tells him something he doesn't like. He goes, would you hold this for me, please? And he does it. He goes, smash! Thank you. Now, this is the girlfriend trying to get back together. Because that's what you do in a movie. I'm so sorry. And you see, he refuses a sure thing because he's with his new girl. What about his debit card? Credit card? It's too late for doctors. I would have exploited the situation for sexual reason. But they're at the airport, right? They're about to leave. They got one more shot. Yes. One more shot, then they run back in. Like, yeah, one more shot. Okay, we're ready. Please, please, please. See, you're a man of morals, and you probably wouldn't have done it, but I would have definitely manipulated that situation into yeah. some sort of gratifying act, and then been like, I don't know, I'm still just not into you. Wait, so Pathmark, Pathmark guy looks up, and he sees his wife kissing another guy. No, Cookie, the, the affair. Oh, Hey, how dare you? Oh, so it's worse. He's kissing his mistress. Yeah. The nerve. I know. He's like, you and me are exclusive. And she's like, how can you say that? You're married. And he would have to concede that point. Not really. (laughs) We sell cookies at Pathmark better than you. (laughs) What do we goalie? Half-off cookies. My <laughs> cookie. Can-can time at Pathwork. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Gosh, I think it was, uh... Nah. Shop, right? It was Shop, right? Too bad for us. Shop now, at Pathwork. Shop, right has the can. Oh, yeah. It was Shop, right has the can. So it was a Pathmark. Well, I would also act... Look at that old-style... Well, it's Greece. Who knows? But you walk up the... I had down a, there and shoot. I had a friend, uh, my friend Nick Danzig, who'd always say that in Greece they had so much marble, people just took it for granted. Granite? Yeah. Took it for granted? I, I know Nick. Yeah, that was his joke. Wait, are we talking Nick Colville, what'd you say? Danzig. Uh, Nick Danzig, I know him, yeah. Yeah, 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 he lived nearby you. He did, and 
when I was with Kathy's family, yes. he was a good friend. Gotcha. He was always around. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I like the dad. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm going back about 45 years. That's right. right. That's right. 40. Big shout out to our friend Nick Danzig, who is halfway yeah. around the world right now. So, anyway, get back to this movie. They're in Greece and they're about to get on board, but they're on wheelchairs and luggage. well, they have to finish the film. This is all part of the film. The brushers on before they get on the plane. All right. Now wait. I think what happened is they ran off. They ran into the real plane. And the director's like, that's not the script. You've ruined the movie. Because they can't shoot anymore. So what? They just end the movie with a different plane. The end. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, oh. Watch your fingers. Watch your fingers. Yeah, that's not what you do with a plane. You don't push the door open like that. Oh. Unless you're Chris Farley wearing a tie. You don't do that. <laughs> if Chris Farley tried Yay. to get that door, his tie would get stuck. My tie is stuck in the door of the airplane. You, you guys ruined the movie. Congratulations. Yeah, let's Opa. Opa. Let's kiss. That's great. Hi, I'm the serious. Can you not kiss? It makes me want to vomit. Oh, no, they're funny outside. No, Come back. Come back and film this movie or we'll kill you. Now, how did the director get on that? On that tarmac? That uh, arrested development car. The arrested development car, the, the staircase leading up to the airplane for the tarmac. I don't know what that's called. Everything seems to be in order. Okay. All right. Did you guys go through security? No, we were shooting a movie. We were running from a movie. So that, so they can never finish Foreign Affair. Right. The last, the very last scene, they ran to the wrong plane. It's over. Whew. How many planes how were the there in Greece? Became that's the that's enemies, but they are because they're with Sean. Oh right. Well, this sets up the sequel, part two. Hard part Bodies three? 2, part two. No, Hard Bodies 2, part two. Wow. Hard Bodies 2, two. <laughs> Which you were in, right? You played waiter at, at party? Oh, they're going to fuck in the bathroom again. Oh, that's a good one. Waiter at party. Oh, now Cookie. Oh, Cookie's going to fuck in the bathroom too. Oh. But is it a big... Oh, just like his tie. Less Her vagina is now watch see how bad the the plane the yeah the animation is so bad whoa do, 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 do. is that because they're banging and it's moving the plane around what kind of computer so graphics dangerous. do they use here we go the people oh yeah encoded by Smokey888 the paradox online sharing community oh, hang on a sec Carl yeah. Funny how that ad showed up for two seconds. <clears throat> Let's see if I can get this guitar going here. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that sounds good. Sorry, there was uh, people opening the lock. Oh, look right. at that. The Rat Wrangler is Uzo Tom. It must have just fed that guy Uzo. 
Rat Wrangler. Adventures in Paradise, sung by Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> Foreign Relations, sung by Mike Spiegelman. Spiegelman. Rachel, Mike. Oh, yeah. That was suppose yourself. Children of the Night, searching for yeah. you, sung and written by Mike really Spiegelman. I didn't expect Expose Yourself. No offense to you, Mike. It just... It was, Go ahead. You were... Keep following your heart. That's my favorite song. Close your eyes. Yeah. Special thanks to Greeks, Olympic Airlines, Hotel, Bathing Suits. That's about right. And titties. Uh, all right. This film is dedicated in the memory of George Yerov. That's a bummer. 19- and areolas all across Europe. Yeah. What do you think the movie count was? Like in the high 50s, right? There he is, coked out of his mind, Leo the Lion. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> what do you think of Hard Bodies too? I it it happened. I enjoyed it, and I think that that movie inside of a movie could have really worked as right. they made it happen. There's just no plot to it. It just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have another movie starring James Cam uh, Karen. Uh huh. And uh, it's another sequel he did in the '80s that had nothing to do with the original. And of course, really? I'm talking about the legendary film Chud Two, Bud the Chud. So, do you ready for the trailer? Yeah. All right. Let's. C H U D two. Yeah. Oh wait, I gotta sign in. Screw that. What the hell was that about? Here, I'll try I this. Guess your out. age. Well, Is it C H U D? C, yes, it's C, Cannibal, H. Eat him up, eat him up! No, no, no! These are chuck. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Prepare for horror, laughs, and thrills in this outrageous sequel to the home video hit Chud. Chud 2. Under Chud 2. Starring Brian Robbins from Head of the Class, Garrett Graham of Police Academy 6, Robert Vaughn, Bianca Jagger, Larry Linville of MASH, and many other popular stars. A dead body is nothing to be afraid of. He's suave. Are you heterosexual? <laughs> He's charming. <laughs> He's different. Well, he eats people. I guess that could be interpreted as personality quirk. He's Bud the Chud, a half-dead, decomposing humanoid, the result of a military experiment gone haywire. Colonel Masters, there was a reason that these creatures were kept underground. For instance, the little matter of the drugs, cannibalistic side effects... Now he's loose on the town, spreading the horrifying Chud disease everywhere. <laughs> what in the wide world of sports is going on in here? <laughs> We're not just talking about some animated corpse. You got it? Everything it infects mutates. The army, the police, and the FBI can't seem to stop this ravenous plague. But a group of clever kids might just chill the Chuds. Unreal. Chud 2. This Chud's for you. <laughs> Chud oh 2. God. This Chud's for you. This for you. So it's <laughs> Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers was a horror movie from the early 80s with a lot of great uh, stars. And uh, then the sequel is Chud 2, Bud the Chud. And the military is uh, Frank Karen in the beginning of the movie. So I don't think I've ever seen anything beyond the beginning. Uh, but I look forward to watching Bud the Chud. <laughs> 
Chud 2, Bud the Chud, uh, next week. So, again, here's how you do it. Just go to muniradio.fm. We, we stream this live. Uh, we also have a uh, iTunes. You can follow us on LWAFLMOYT. Go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com for our up-to-speed, up-to-date blog about all the movies with the links. Carl, what's going on with your life? Where are you playing? Um, I am playing Scotty. So just go to Carl.Sucks and you'll... You'll see. You'll hear more information about Scotty's this week. Union County thing. I will, I will be performing sketch comedy live on Mutiny Radio uh, this Saturday on June 7th at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if you want to listen to it, you can hear it streaming live. You can follow the podcast Friends of Mutiny Radio, and you could, you'll have that as an episode. <clears throat> or if you're in San Francisco, come on by. Give a $10 donation. It goes to the theater. And uh, we're going to be using that as an album, hopefully. So uh, come by this Saturday. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back next Sunday, and we'll be back on the feed uh, every Sunday. Carl, thank you so much. Audience, thank you so thank much. You. Uh, let's give it up to that terrible, terrible Hard Bodies movie. And uh, we'll see you <laughs> next time. So bye-bye. Bye now. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelheim. are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer. Burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m. rock and roll only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday 2 to 2 come on down have some drinks with us we've got whiskey Wednesday tequila Tuesday and we've always got the Steve McQueen special shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So 
you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. That's how you get it done. That's how you use a grinder. You couldn't put the grinder together there for a minute, and I was like, how does that work again? Oh, that's how it works. It's supposed to be seamless, like it all goes together. Hey, welcome to the Sparkast. If we could get the dulcet tones of the beautiful music that happens. If we could get the dulcet tones of the beautiful music down, that would be amazing. We're here at the Sparkast. It's recorded live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. You've got amazing comedians. You've got volcano bags ready to take. It's like a match made in heaven. It's like, we've got people to talk about stuff. The Sparkast is real fun because we have highlights. We got story highlights. We got product highlights. In fact, right now I'm trying to grind up the See if I can even remember the Nep Dog, Nep Chem. It's Nepalese and Chem Dog together. Finally, at last, friends in the grinder. Uh, we're going to be smoking that as a product 
highlight. There's also um, a really fun game that we play where you can win a prize. We have a beautiful t-shirt, uh, thanks to Spark. It's a uh, Spark on the back. Ooh, I'll show you the prize. Look at this beautiful t-shirt. On the front, it has Mutiny Radio, and that's so nice. It says, laughter is the second best medicine. And on the back, it says, Spark. And then it says, Spark has number one. Yeah, what's the number one medicine? Cannabis, absolutely, yeah. Laughter is the second best medicine. So here we are all together, winning. All winning together at Spark. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna take this amazing product highlight. Today's, um, today's theme is strains. So we, I mean, tonight we're smoking a, a double strain. It's the uh, Nepalese and the Chemdog together. But we're gonna be, later, think about strains you like, because later in the quiz where you can win the prize, I'm going to make you think about strains. But we have great story highlights from amazing comedians tonight. We have from we've 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 got it all. We got old and young. We got black and brown. We got Griffin Daly. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he's all English. He's excited because England is killing it in the World Cup. His people, Captain Captain Kane, Captain Harry Kane, killing it in the World Cup. He's got a fun accent. You guys are going to like that. We also have Anthony Medina all the way from L.A., but he's a local now. We got Warhol Kaufman. Yeah. Black, black, brown, and all. He's all he's all colors all together, and he's got the hair to prove it. We're going to have Quatemoc and Larry Dorsey Jr. here as well. Who wants to get started with a story? Hi, like, I mean, I can... If we want to talk about how I've been getting high lately, it's with World Cup. Anybody else give a shit about World Cup? Yeah! You know what I love about World Cup? I don't watch porn, but every four years I watch World Cup. You know what I'm saying? Hot, hot guys. The best part about it is that I got to watch super hot millennial dudes actually make their goals. Like they're literally making their goals. Like they're literally, it is so exciting to see 20, hot 27 year olds actually make goals. I love it, I love that joke. They're cheating the whole time, though. That's okay. <laughs> Flopping like an Italian soccer player. Italy didn't even make it in. Ha ha ha. I'm sorry. That was an inside. That was an inside World Cup joke. I can't even get this thing undone. So I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up a comedian, and then I'll figure out how it works to make this work. Your first comedian. What an amazing joy it is to have him here. He is the CEO of True Hustle. He knows how to hustle. He gets it down. Great shows all over the Bay Area. Put your hands together for Anthony Medina. Yay! All right. For those of you taking a long time to put your hands together, I'll wait. All right. Uh, thank you so much for being yourselves and ignore me like my family did. All right. I appreciate that. It makes me very comfortable to be here. If anything, uh, I think the first strain I want to talk about is uh, Sour Diesel. Any Sour Diesel fans? All right, yeah, baby, yeah. I remember the first time I smoked Sour Diesel, it was to, uh, y'all used to watch the show 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, remember that? Before you found out, he's actually the, the drug addict that he plays on TV. All right, you know? 
It was crazy because, like, uh, the way how all shows and they have that cliffhanger and stuff where they leave you with a, something wanting more. And uh, next thing you know, like, you know, my buddy and I, we take our first hit of Sour Diesel from the bong that we had. It had a really nice grip. You know, like, everyone's always had a very good pair of shoes over their life, right? It, that, like, imagine that with your bong, you know? It was that good of a grip. And we got high to this. And then next thing you know, uh, all of a sudden we hear the door open, like, doo, 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 doo. and we're like, all of a sudden we hear, like, steps coming up the stairs, like, doo, 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 doo. And we're like, what the hell is that? Because my buddy and I, again, we're both like high off of sour diesel for the first time. So we're like, whoa, this shit, this is tough, man. <laughs> this is intense. Like, I can hear sounds and stuff, you know? And then next thing you know, uh, we, we see our other roommate. He comes up the stairs, and then he goes past through the hallway, and then to the back, and then out the back door. I, my buddy and I just look at each other like, well, what's going on? But again, it's still the end of 24, and we wanted to see the cliffhanger. So we didn't move uh, because of that, and again, the sour diesel was kicking in. And uh, next thing you know, uh, we end up seeing the end, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's a bunch of lights, y'all. There's a bunch of lights at the, at the bottom of the stairs, and it's the cops. It's the cops, y'all. Oh, now everyone got like it, like, uh, like most of the cops are down. Nah, it's okay, y'all. But if anything, the cops were like downstairs. So next thing you know, my buddy who I was smoking weed with, uh, he's going down to talk to the cops because he's white and he could get away with it. Ooh. Oh, yes. This is the tequila. <laughs> the tequila. The Nepchem, the Nepchem, y'all. This is my first time smoking the Nepchem, so give it up for the Nepchem here at the Spark, y'all. Give it up for that, yeah. All right, yeah, this is what, let's see where we go. So anyway, the cops are there. The cops are there, and so he's talking to the cops downstairs. I'm upstairs like a Mexican running around hiding all the weed, you know? And they're like, because <laughs> it wasn't how, how, it was back in the days in the early 2000s, you know, where you had to buy off of your friend, uh, who, who, or you knew somebody who knew a friend type of thing. And uh, next thing you know, the cops come into the room, like, the house because they want to see what happened so apparently our other roommate he this guy kevin he he so the one that ran through the like the whole room and stuff this guy actually ran a stop sign and then pulled up on the driveway and then ran inside the door and then that's where we saw him y'all so and not only that he left his 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 buddy in the car if that's a that's a messed up buddy right there, y'all. If you ever have, if you're ever driving around and then all of a sudden your buddy runs a stop sign and then he's being chased by the cops and he leaves you in the car, you should stop hanging out with that guy, all right, or that girl, whatever it is. So then next thing you know, the cops are asking us about like, well, do you know what colors his eyes are? And uh, my buddy and I, or TK and I are looking at each other like, uh, I'm pretty stoned right now. Uh, <laughs> I think they're brown, blue, brown, blue, you know, one of those things where you're looking at each other for the answer. And you're like, what the hell? You're trying to figure out who's higher, you know? And it's like, well, wait, I'm praying right now. That's how high I am, all right? But it's crazy though, because like, the, the, like, so next thing you know, the cops leave, and then he, Kevin comes back like two, three hours later in the back door, and he's all like, hey, hey, are the cops gone? And we're like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah, the cops are gone. They're long gone and stuff. But so apparently he, this guy's from Hawaii. Anyway, we got anyone from Hawaii there? Or anyone from Hawaii? No? No? All right, that's, now, nah. Guam? Oh, okay. Well, if anything, in Guam, do they have like a, so this guy's Hawaiian, and he had, the, and the law over there is, if you're drunk, and, but the key's not in the ignition, they can't charge you. Is that, does that happen in Guam as well? 
Okay, so that's what this guy did. Because, like, he left the keys, or he took the keys, and he ran. And next thing you know, he got the car towed. His buddy was in jail and stuff. I was just like, damn, cokeheads are crazy, y'all. All right? <laughs> the guy was a great chef, though. What's up, Larry? How you doing, baby? Colombiano. Colombiano up in the house, y'all. But if anything, though, uh, my other uh, strain I want to talk about is uh, orange tangy. Everyone ever have orange tangy? Oh, it's great. I had it at a strip club. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> and it was awesome because, like, they do an open mic over at another, like, a strip club and stuff. Where it's, you know, so check it out, y'all. But uh, I remember, like, getting up there, and I'm like, it's kind of crazy being a comedian and then also performing at a strip club because you're like, God damn, like, I'm also working for dollar bills too, y'all. All right? <laughs> I'm hanging out late in the clubs as well and uh, not gaining any respect whatsoever. <laughs> so I could relate to strippers big time, you know? <laughs> But if anything, though, for those who don't know me, my name's Anthony Medina, and I'm a new age Mexican, which means I use condoms. I once told that joke at a show one time, and there was a woman in the audience that said, that's not true. But she did. She never smoked weed, so what's up, y'all? You buy something good, my man? You buy something good? What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got some idea, koi. Little koi? Okay, sativa, indica, or hybrid? Oh, uh, yeah, so you need that upper yappy right there. That's what I'm talking about, baby. All right, enjoy your day. Enjoy that stream right there. Give it up for that guy and his happiness right now, you know? Isn't it so great when you buy, like, a new bag of weed? Like, it's just like, whoa, it's my birthday all over again, you know? And, uh, no, no one ever gets excited like that. Uh, but if anything, though, uh, I'm originally from South Central L.A., but a lot of people don't believe that because I'm alive and dressed like a local cocaine dealer.